Hail to the Pod goes on the road to Lincoln, Nebraska. All the sights and sounds coming up next on this special edition of Hail to the Pod. Welcome to a special edition of Hail to the Pod. I'm your host, Kevin Rich. As always, you can tweet me at krich23. You can email the show at hailtothepod at gmail.com and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you can find your podcast or listen to your podcast, including iTunes and Google Play. This weekend, got a chance to see Nebraska football for the first time in Lincoln, Nebraska. And while Nebraska came out on the losing end, it was one heck of a good time. Hell to the Pod gives this trip an A+. All the sights and sounds coming up right now for you on Hell to the Pod. In downtown Lincoln, Nebraska, home of a great prime rib, I will never have to eat again after the prime rib I had tonight. Such a great time. Such great Midwestern hospitality here at Nebraska here tonight. Got the cheerleaders, the pet band, got the food flowing. More from them right now. Local establishment, Misty's, in Lincoln, Nebraska. The pep band, the cheerleaders, the crowd, getting everybody ready to go for the game tomorrow.
All right, we're live at Misty's right now in Lincoln. It's Friday night, the big pep rally. Get everybody all ready to go for the big game tomorrow, the homecoming game tomorrow against Purdue. Nebraska in dire need of a win, but don't tell the fans here that because the fans here are pumped up. They're ready to go. So we're joined right now, my buddy Jason from Lincoln, Nebraska. Jason, how you doing? Pretty darn good. Welcome to Lincoln, everybody. Jason, this is the best prime rib I've ever had. That's how we do it here in Nebraska. <laughs> Heartland, Nebraska beef. They don't get much better. So I got to ask you about that. The Heartland. I was told the Heartland was east of Nebraska. I think that's BS. The Heartland is Nebraska, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is too. Right here in the heart of God's country, the middle of the country, where we're a little less jaded than the people on the outer edges and on the coasts. And there's just more simple, nice folks here in Nebraska in the Midlands and stuff. I love it. I've learned three things today. Nebraskans love their beer. They love their meat. And they love Scott Frost. Is that correct? Yes, we are definitely into Scotty Frost. He led us to the national title that we should have fully claimed in 97, but had to share with the Michiganders. So that's fine, though. We won't hold that against them, even though we were the better team that year. But uh, You think so? Like, if there was a BCS championship that year, you think you would have won that game? Oh, yeah. It might have been a decent game, but we would have definitely won the game. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> well, now you get to enjoy Michigan and Nebraska every year. You know, they've now played 10 times. We'll get kind of like a, a hiatus now, which is maybe good after the game last weekend. Get a couple years now, get your, your recruits in, get to go back to the big house. In 2020, 2021, you get to go back here and play them again. But big game tomorrow, it's homecoming. Purdue, this is a must-win for you guys, don't you think? Yeah, we've uh, fallen back in the pack, as most people know, and we're trying to get it back with Scott Frost and... Uh, our athletic department's on a good uh, trajectory forward, but we could definitely use a win. This hasn't gotten off to the start that we were hoping for here in uh, Nebraska, but uh, hopefully tomorrow we can start off against a solid uh, Purdue team and not have so many turnovers like we have early in the ballgame. That'll give us a chance to pull out the victory at Memorial Stadium. So I've never been to a game at Memorial Stadium. I, I walked around the campus today. I got a feel for what it's all about. Tell me what I'm in for tomorrow. Well, we like to think of it as the center of the college football universe. The old lady at 10th and Vine, venerable veterans of War Memorial Stadium, constructed during the heart of the Great Depression. It pays homage to America's war heroes and fallen veterans. Downtown city campus in Lincoln, Nebraska, named after the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, who freed the slaves and helped set America on a course for destiny. And tomorrow, inside that uh, venerated collegiate football shrine, the Huskers under Scott Frost will try to lead our way back to the promised land of big-time college football. We're on the march back upwards, folks. It starts tomorrow with Purdue. We'll see what happens. And Husker Nation's 90,000 fans will be ready to rock tomorrow for the 350-something consecutive sellout dating back to the Kennedy administration. Thank you very much. I love it. We are pumped to catch the game tomorrow. Never been to a game there. Can't wait to see it. Super pumped for that, and what a great experience here tonight. It was a pleasure having you on, Jason. Thanks, guys. Good to see you in Lincoln. Here we go. Red 29. It's morning in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hail to the pod. Coming at you from Big Ten country, the heartland. What a great night last night. Got my buddy Jer with me. We rallied to get up this morning, and we're ready for some football. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Good to be on the pod. Um... Big Ten country knows how to party, that's for sure. No kidding. Go Big Red, all red everything. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Bless you, sir. downtown Lincoln last night, uh, we went to Misty's, the um, namesake restaurant here in town. Everybody said, you got to go to Misty's, you got to get the prime rib, you got to stay for the band, for the cheerleaders. We did all that. We got all of it. Three hours in that place, I think, and uh, it was a great time. Everybody decked out head to toe in uh, Husker gear. Um, then hit the downtown scene a little bit. Um, and then here today, early early risers. Uh, 2.30 local kick time today against Purdue. Um, everybody was out in full force, what would you say, 8, 9 a.m. we oh, started yeah. out? Yeah, everyone was ready to go. Weather's a little iffy at this point. A little drizzle, a little rain. As we come to you... Uh, about four hours before kickoff or so. Um, you know, everybody's still out here, but it's about 45 degrees and raining. Um, <laughs> so we're going to explore the area and, and see what the tailgating scene has to offer. We're uh, posting up right now at Longfellow. This place is pretty cool. It's got literally like eight television screens, uh, about 32 inches, and then they got like three massive huge screens they got a uh, college game day on right now they've got the big 10 tailgate show which is actually happening about footsteps from where we are we might go over there and uh, put some signs up for hail to the pod and uh all the all the games getting ready to go here but people came out they're ready to go the rain's not going to deter anybody we got you some of the sights and sounds last night at misty's we're gonna get you some of the sights and sounds uh today uh with the tailgate scene ahead of this uh the bar scene the parking lot scene and of course uh, all the sights and sounds at the game one question i got for you we were talking about this before this is pretty much a must win for nebraska don't you think uh you would think so uh 0-3 Obviously, they had the first one canceled uh, because of rain and lightning. No lightning in the forecast today, thankfully. Um, but, yeah, you would, you would think they're at home, homecoming. Another shot for uh, Scotty Frost to get his first victory as the new Huskers head coach. Um, We've determined they love Scott Frost. And we were looking ahead a little bit at their schedule, and it's brutal, to be quite honest, uh, at Wisconsin next week. Uh, at Northwestern, where uh, Mason Blue plays today. They have to play at Ohio State down the road. Um, at Iowa also. So if they want to get in the win column, today might be their best bet for a while. I mean, think about that away slate. They go at Michigan. Michigan curb stomped some last week. They go at Wisconsin. They're at Iowa. They're at Ohio State. I mean, talk about the best teams in the Big Ten East. they got to play all them on the road in those stadiums. So uh, we'll see what happens today. I think it is a must-win game for Nebraska. Uh, but this uh, this crowd and the people we've talked to seem to be pretty patient with their new coach. And we've learned they love Scott Frost. We're checking out the tailgate scene here in Lincoln. Who am I here with right now? John Southwick. Tracy Holzing. Guys, I got to tell you what. This is an awesome tailgate. You guys got the TV set up. You got the beers flowing. Nice and warm in here. How long have you guys been tailgating here for? Oh, I've been... We, we're the next tailgate over. We've been about 15 years. 15 years? How about you? Uh, probably the last four. Last four years? Yeah. So, like, what goes into setting up a tailgate like this? I mean, it's got to be a lot of preparation, all that good stuff, right? <laughs> well, we consider ourselves professionals these days. <laughs> and, uh, you know, most of the week goes into preparing for this, talking with the other members of the tailgates and trying to figure out, you know, what kind of pre- food's going to be prepared and... You know, everything that needs to go into that uh, tailgate to make the day extra special. Awesome. And the beers are great. Thank you for the beer. Absolutely. So, Nebraska, I uh, I saw them uh, play at the big house last week. Tough game out there in Ann Arbor. But 
today feels like a lot of optimism today. I feel, I feel like people think like this is the game today to get it done. Is that you feeling the same way too? You know, we're optimistic pretty much every week. Yeah, we're we're all in. Doesn't matter what who we're playing, where we're at. We've been Husker fans since we were little kids. So I've realized in the last two days I was here, Husker fans love three things. They love their drinks, they love their meat, and they love Scott Frost. Is that correct? I think that's that sums it up right there. Is that's, that pretty accurate? Yeah, I mean, that sums it up. I mean, we're looking to get back on top. Uh, we want to go and compete with every you know anybody because... You know, it wasn't that long ago we we traveled with the best of them. So we want to go and turn every other stadium red. That's our goal. So, uh, you know, we picked Scott Frost to come in here and do that for us. Scott Frost, of course, had that awesome uh, 1997 season. Uh, He was... um he transferred from Stanford, didn't he? Yes, he did. And he came in. He only lost two games as a starter. That's that absolutely. It's so pretty, it's pretty amazing. My kids don't understand right. what we grew up in in the '90s and even the '80s, and '70s. So you know, ever since uh, every game, I tell I can't believe we're having this. We're struggling, and 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 they're like, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, we used to win every game, right? Like what Alabama's doing now, and it's." It's, we'll be there again. I, I, I hope we can at least get to back to a semblance of that. Well, we talk about this, you know, on the podcast and national radio hosts talk about this all the time. It's like, give these guys some time. Like, there's no patience anymore. It's like, yeah, this is year zero. It's not even year one, right? It's like year zero. Like, he hasn't brought his recruits in. He's working with the team he got. You know, certainly it was a bad year last year trying to work through, figure out who's going to be, you know, leading the team moving forward, the recruits you're going after. It's like, give the guys some time. You know, two years at UCF, he turns them into a national champion, right? Yeah. So, you know, you think about it, it's like, here's, here's an opportunity where Scott Frost could come in here and do great things, get the recruits in, and really put Nebraska uh, back up on top, because that was a team I remember growing up in the 90s. Nebraska was playing great football year in and year out. Yeah. You know, you look at this program, and when I was growing up, you would have died to play for this program as a kid growing up in Nebraska and, and looking at maybe playing after high school. And you just, you see, you've seen so many pillars destructed of you know what was built with Tom Osborne, Bob Devaney, and and all of us that grew up in that era want that back. And I think we got the right guy at the helm to do that. We need a bunch of kids throughout the country to buy into this. And uh, I think Scott Frost has the right vision. He knows he he was here even though he came in from Stanford from a year out. You know, so be it. He's a national championship winner here, and he knows what it takes to get there. Obviously, uh, you know, he did he did some great things at UCF, but I think even bigger things are to come at, at Nebraska. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. So this is my first time at Memorial Stadium today. What can I expect when I walk in that stadium? A lot of respect for the opponents and ourselves and the game. Yeah. I, I think that's that, that's a neat uh, part of this this uh, community and, and this program in, in, in its entirety. They just, they love the game. Even if we're not playing well, they still will represent respect for the game, and I love that. Awesome. All right, guys, thanks for popping on the uh, podcast here. Great tailgate team. Give you guys kudos. The TVs, the food, the drinks, it's awesome stuff. Thanks so much. All right, thanks. Thank you. Inside Memorial Stadium, Joe Makowski's here, and what are your daughter and wife's names? Haley and Kim. 
We are inside. You've got a son on the team for Purdue. Who's that? Number 47, Ben Mikowski, starting long snapper. Awesome. So are you guys um, here for the first time at Memorial Stadium? You've been here before? No, we've been here before. Uh, this is our second time here. Uh, actually, Ben uh, used to work out with... Uh, the long snapper from Nebraska, Gabe Miller, a couple years ago. They were both centers at the same high school. Gabe came to Nebraska. Ben went to Purdue. That's awesome. So uh, the year so far for Purdue, kind of some ups and downs, you know, obviously coming into this game. A couple losses to start the year, but a great performance last week. What are you thinking about the game today? How you feel about going into this game? So I hate that we're playing in yet another game with hurricane-related weather. <laughs> And uh, that didn't work out too well again for us against Eastern Michigan. But I really think it's going to be close. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I think so, too. And, of course, you know, you're a dad for a player on the team. So you're rooting for Purdue. You want to see your son have a great game today. Just an aw- awesome atmosphere here. I've never been to a game here. And uh, just walking around the tailgate scene and walking around last night, the fans here in Nebraska are a lot of fun. And they're really receptive to the away team coming to town, I've noticed. They are some of the friendliest people we've ever encountered. We love the people in Nebraska. We love the people in Minnesota. And uh, it's awesome to be here. Very welcoming. Very welcome. I noticed that too. Very welcoming people, whether you were a fan of the team that's playing here today, Purdue as a road team, or a fan of another team in the Big Ten or another fan of college football, they're very receptive to you coming to their town and enjoying what Lincoln, Nebraska is all about, right? It's great. I love it. No complaints except the weather whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. You know what? It's chilly. It was rainy this morning. It seems like, you know, maybe we might get some rain to kind of stay back a little bit and enjoy the game today. But uh, either way, it's Big Ten football. It's a battle on the gridiron. No matter what the weather is, these teams are ready to play. We're excited for it. And uh, thanks for popping on. Thank you. Go Boilers. Wow, you can hear the crowd. You can hear the energy. We are minutes away from kickoff here at Memorial Stadium, Nebraska. About to uh, tilt here with Purdue. Got a lot of fan reaction earlier in the day. The tailgate scene was great. Memorial Stadium lives up to everything you hear. Just a really great crowd. 90,000 plus people. Another sellout here. They've had 300 some odd sellouts in a row. Just incredible stuff. Nebraska actually going to receive the ball to start the game. Try and get that offense going here early against Purdue. And you can hear that crowd making all that noise as they get ready to cheer on their Huskers as they look for their first win of the season. Get you more reaction throughout the game today. But coming up right now is the kickoff as Purdue's about to kick to Nebraska. Halftime here at Memorial Stadium. Nebraska trailing Purdue, not with the home team. Wanted here and the home fans, a homecoming game here at Memorial Stadium. Purdue's up 20-7. to Really not a great first half for Nebraska at all. They had the uh, first drive for touchdown, which looked impressive, but Purdue answered right away. They had a little flea flicker play that got them down in scoring position to get a field goal, and then they put a touchdown and a field goal on right after that. Nebraska struggling on defense. That's their issue right now. They are giving up plays. They're getting third downs. Uh, Purdue is. Purdue's converting on those third downs. Nebraska's unable to stop them, whether it's a QB scramble uh, or it's a big pass. So it's really been uh, a tough one here so far for Nebraska. But plenty of game left to be played. They only trailed by 13. Uh, The crowd here is still uh, excited and in it and uh, hoping their team can turn it around here in the second half. We're now 42-28 Purdue. Nebraska trying to get a big stop here on third down. You can hear the crowd. 
They need one bad. And you can hear the crowd. An incomplete pass. Nebraska will get the ball back with a chance to make it a one-possession game when they're back on offense. Well, Nebraska falls 42-28 to to Purdue. They put up over 500 yards of offense, but the defense just non-existent for them today. Tough loss for them, but you can tell uh, good days are ahead for Nebraska with uh, Scott Frost at the helm and getting his players in uh, down the road here. Fans are certainly optimistic, the ones we've talked to. Uh, but Purdue, they get uh, their second win of the season. Nebraska still stays winless. Uh, they've got uh, some tough games coming up here on the road. Uh, so the uh, home cooking didn't work today, but maybe they can refocus and get out and get it done. Great Big Ten experience today. I'm sure we'll uh, enjoy some more of it here tonight as we hang out in Lincoln, Nebraska. All right, it's now Sunday morning. We are rested. <laughs> we are awake. Yesterday was a marathon, not a sprint. It, it was certainly a long day, Kevin, um, but I enjoyed all of it. We probably left the hotel, what, 9.30 a.m., something like that, mm-hmm. headed uh, downtown. If, if you haven't been to Lincoln, I guess we should set the scene a little bit, where there's the campus, then next to the campus is a stadium, there's tailgating parking lots around there. And then there's the downtown area, the Haymarket District, which also has the rail yard, which has tailgating in a different kind of way going on, more of a bar scene <laughs> right, right. atmosphere. So, yeah, it was about 45 degrees and rainy. That's how we started off. And a nice fall um, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, if the rain held off, uh, it would have been perfect. But no shortage of fun. And we started early, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the scene as well. Sure. What what you thought tailgating-wise, what you liked, what you didn't like, how it compared to other Big Ten schools you've been to. I thought the tailgate scene was pretty cool. It reminded me a lot of Ann Arbor, reminded me a lot of uh, Madison. The tailgates itself, and you took some really cool photos yesterday, and we were talking to folks, including some of the guys like John and his party uh, we talked to uh, that you heard some audio from before. But I think the tailgate scene itself, the TVs, the food, the uh, the vehicles that come out for it, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was something like I'd never seen before, that aspect of it. Like, I thought the rail yard area was great, downtown, a lot of spirit. You can go um, anywhere and go to a bar correct. and drink before a game. Correct. Yeah. That's more of a gathering place. But the hardcore tailgating, yep. when, you, when you hear about Nebraska tailgating and how everybody's so friendly and – it's this whole big scene, like, that's not even the start of it. Like, we rolled up to just a couple of the lots because some of them are blocked off even. You can't even get in because these are people who have season tickets, quote-unquote, for tailgating, and they pay a premium so nobody else gets in. But some of them are open. So when we walked in, and I was telling you off the air, like, usually tailgating is, you know, you come in your car your truck, and you put your tent up, right? right and right. you have your food, maybe yep. you grill, maybe you not. barbecue, that's it. This is a whole different world. <laughs> like, every single person who was tailgating had a truck that was completely tricked out in Nebraska gear, in TV, sound equipment, bars on the inside of the truck. Yep. Like, there was no boring tailgating going on. And we just happened to meet John, like, the first one that we walked into. And they invited us in. Full bar, anybody who wants anything. Um, they had other games going on. The, tru- the Trulies were flowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had that as well. Um, just like an incredible scene of how much work these people put into this yeah. and the passion that they had. Like, we were talking about them, and they 
you know, they buy this truck, they trick it out. Yeah, just the fun, the camaraderie, getting all their buddies yeah, together. Yeah, they said, we want to buy as much food and drinks as possible. And whoever wants to come and eat our food and drink our beer, more than welcome to. And uh, that's kind of the feeling that we got in talking to them. And just that whole area, you have different kind of buses that were converted into Nebraska tailgating trucks. <laughs> um, you had U-Haul trucks. I saw one, and I took a picture of it, completely on the side of the U-Haul is a huge TV screen. Yeah, it was awesome. It, it was like 120 inches right on the side in HD. Unbelievable. I talked to someone yesterday, like you've seen that show uh, Tiny House Hunters. Like, this is their tiny house. I give the tailgate scene an A+. Um, I know the weather wasn't great yesterday, but that did not stop people from having a good time, drinking, eating, watching some games, and having a great great old time. So it was our first time in Lincoln. So I think that we did it right by, obviously, we got up early. We hit a couple of different spots to see you know, what was going on. But if you had to do it over again, would you change anything? Would you spend more time in a certain area? I would have loved to have seen that rail yard experience, the true experience on a, on a nice day with everyone out there and kind of that party with the big screen in the middle there and all that. But I wouldn't take anything away from the actual tailgate scene in the parking lot. I thought that was done up perfect. I, I guess maybe I'd spend more, more time, time doing there. that yeah. uh, in the future. But we said it's a marathon, not a sprint. I mean, we started early and we got a lot done before we even got in the stadium, which was well, pretty cool. Well, the funny thing is in, in talking to these professional tailgaters, and that's what I'll call them, a lot of them don't even go to the game. Right. Like they're <laughs> there to tailgate tailgate and that's it they'll watch the game on tv and then they'll tailgate after um and some of them do go in but the the tailgating experience is is just something that they look forward to because what you only get six or seven chances every year right that's it um so six or seven saturdays uh they're there you know eight nine a.m and they leave eight nine p.m shifting shifting focus let's talk about the experience at memorial stadium what do you think about that yeah i thought i thought it was awesome i didn't really know what to expect ex- except that the stadium holds 90,000 it's always sold out right um i thought what which was cool we walked over from the tailgating section into the stadium and you basically just walk right onto the field right there's no like turnstiles or anything you're on the ground level you walk through the tunnel and then you're on the sidelines and anybody pregame can go onto the sidelines. There's, obviously, there's a barricade right there, but you can go up to the field during warmups, anything, take pictures. You can hear the players talking before the game. I thought that aspect was really cool. And then when you got to your seats, obviously, it's completely sold out. So it's a sea of red, awesome experience. They have the Husker walk in the tunnel where yep. the players come out. It's, it's kind of like a club area. They have neon lights going on and a red carpet. Uh, so like I was at a Vegas club. Yeah, so we saw that <laughs> underneath before they came out, which was cool. And then uh, you were saying it yourself, the old Memorial Stadium is still intact. And when they made this ex- these expansions with the suites yep. and the new press area, they built it on top of it and outside of it. So when you walk out of your seat to the concourse area – you see the original Memorial Stadium all there, which is which is really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. You walked out, like the concession area was new, but when you were walking through that way, you got to see kind of the old foundation. So it's like, you know, building a stadium on top of a stadium. Um, it was pretty cool with those renovations. I was impressed as well. I have not been to any stadium, college football stadium in the country where I can remember being able to walk right in, just like you talked about, and and be right there at the field level and be able to uh, interact with other fans, see the players, see the coach, the coaches, and uh, see the training staff, get everybody 
everybody ready. That was really cool. And the fact that they let you stay down there as long as you can before the game starts. I thought the view from the seats was great. I thought the atmosphere, the fireworks when they would score a touchdown, the balloons going off after the first touchdown. I thought that was really cool. So I'd give Memorial Stadium, anyone tuning in, particularly if you're a fan of Big Ten football, uh, I would tell you come out to check out Memorial Stadium. The tailgate scene uh, and, of course, the stadium itself were fantastic. And that's going to say we had a great time and the team's not good. I mean, the team is uh, now 0-4. We certainly determined at this point that they got a lot of work to do. Everyone here seems to be pretty happy that Scott Frost is the man uh, for the job. You and think? I think have you seen yeah. this town? <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were talking, uh, you know, in, in Lincoln, they, they love their meat, they love their drinks, and they love Scott Frost. But it was pretty evident yesterday that it's going to take a little bit of time for this team to get things going in the right direction, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I mean, you could see the product on the field. The defense was not very good. They put up points. They put up over yeah, 500, 500 yards, yards yeah. but 11 penalties, five personal foul calls. And you could see it like it was really interesting just watching. We were like on the twenty yard line down low, watching the faces of these fans, and they bleed red. Yeah, like the agony. Like they wanted. They're the nicest people ever, and they want to cheer their team on. And you know they don't have a win, but they still sell out the stadium, and they come out. But you could just see they are itching for a winner. And certainly, he needs to get his players in. They need to boost the talent level up. But certainly, the the penalties and... Yeah, they just could not get off the field on third down. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of switch, some kind of change. And, you know, hopefully for them, Scott Frost's leadership will will certainly get that done. But it looks like it's going to take some time to write that ship. All right, got to ask you the hard-hitting questions. Favorite meal of the trip? Ooh. Um... (laughs) Got to be Misty's. Yeah, I agree. What was one of your favorite bars of the trip? So they have some cool spots. Friday night, uh, we went to this place, Duffy's downtown. Ah, the fish bowl. Right. They had like 30 different kinds of fish bowls, which is you know the big drink with the six straws. Cool time. There may the- be a photo leaking on social media with me and four straws. <laughs> Good atmosphere. <laughs> um, so that was one that stood out. Single barrel was cool. That was a cool spot, yep. Yeah, so uh, barbecue joint, but they have live music as well. Um, they have this band called, I believe it's the Sidetrack Band. They've been playing here for almost 40 years their lead singer is 95 years old they said she had a was it she had a heart attack during a show and she continued to play yeah amazing and then they were trying to get her paid because usually they they pick up their money that night and they're like oh she left like we got to get her paid and they we heard this story like it was a week later they found out that she had went to the hospital and was having a heart attack while she was on stage but continued to play that's how passionate uh her and that band are yeah so they do like nebraska cover songs and you know the fight songs and all that stuff so single Barrel was cool. Berries, Berries was a good spot. Yeah, Berries. Oh, rooftop uh, action. Yeah, on Friday rooftop night. down in the Haymarket area, which I would say is the best place to go uh, downtown Lincoln. Just like a slew of bars and restaurants all in a row. Everything here is in walking distance, which is nice. Which I like about a college town. If the campus is obvious, if the stadium's on campus, mm-hmm. you can walk from you know the bars and the restaurants right there, and the tailgating scenes in the middle. So this had a little of everything. So Barry's was good, and then the place we went to yesterday in the rail yard, Longwells. Yeah, about a hundred beers on tap. Yeah, they had a lot of beers on tap. You know, I'm a I'm a Midwest guy. Founders, uh, which is a good brew uh, in Michigan, uh, where I'm from. Uh, they had several varieties of founders there, uh, which I was pretty excited about. But they had a lot of beer on tap. Like we were joking; it felt like we were kind of at a, like a Las Vegas sports book with all the huge screens there, uh, watching the games. Yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, everybody was decked out in their red. It was like a 
super high tech kind of place, which if you think of Lincoln, Nebraska, you may not think, uh, <laughs> you know, you're in middle America who, you know, who knows, but we were talking to some guys who live in the area who work for one of the radio stations here. Yep. And they said, yeah, the guy who owns that, you know, built some stuff out in Vegas as well. And just really cool about uh, four or five, 80, 90 inch HD TVs in there. Uh, they had all the games going on. A lot of fun. Well, a uh, homecoming loss for Nebraska. They uh, they fall to Purdue, forty two to twenty eight, uh, after putting up five hundred total yards of offense. But we talked about the mistakes, defense unable to get off the field. Brighter days ahead for Nebraska, but uh, for two guys here that have never been uh, to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, we wanted to make this a, a road trip to remember. Uh, it will certainly be one we won't forget. It was a great time. Uh, that will do it for the uh, Nebraska road trip. Uh, thanks to uh, all the folks who popped on the uh, the podcast. Obviously, great time we had here in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, and uh, excited to uh, you know do another game here down the road. Remember, you can always uh, tune in to Hail to the Pod. You can download the podcast anywhere that podcasts uh, can be found. If you subscribe, you can uh, get it uh, sent right to your mobile device every time there's a new episode. You can always email the show Hail to the Pod at gmail dot com and uh, follow me on Twitter at K- rich 23 jared thanks for coming on the trip yeah no problem i have one more thing for you k rich and if you want to join in go big red